Testing, testing, testing. One, two, three. One, two, three. We, we are recording live. We got it from Machine, uh, actually. Why? You don't like it? Oh, yeah. No, it's top quality. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Nothing Less Podcast. It's a little small intro because we're going to do a little... Well, I'm just give y'all reason why I always play music. I play music because music to me goes with sports. Sports love music. Rappers want to be ballers. Ballers want to be want to be rappers. Neither could do any. But um, I think I think one song that does it for me that I I think a lot of people, including rappers, you want you want to listen to Chameleon Air? That's I'll put Chameleon Air. Don't worry about it. I'll put it. Mario, don't test me. I'll put it. No, I was gonna go with an old uh old banger. Jay-Z blueprint album. It's Hola Hobito. It's a little um uh, It's the hop I'm talking about right here, Timbo. It's a banger. Hopefully I enjoy this heat. I can't be stopped with a hop like this, man. They say hola, Ovito. That's what they saying when I roll up with my people. My music banging like Vatos Locos. Got rap in the choco. And I won't surrender it with Beast by Timberland. Kaya, De La Boca. My baby, all I wanna do is stroke you all crazy. My dick game is vicious. Insane and vicious. Mommy keep coming back cause mommy came vicious. Controlling the drop nasty thing lane switching. Once you turn your neck for a sec, your dame's missing. Buhando, Buhando. The cops is coming. Got that rap patrol behind you. Get the running. I'm unstoppable. Hold untoppable flows. I'm the compadre. The Sinatra of my day. Oh, blue eyes, my nigga. I did it my way. Y'all not rolling with hope to hit the highway. around stay on my J-O, hoping about that dough since I was a day oh, oh, push pretty go if I need to for the root of evil, was born in the belly, that's the way the streets breed you, one life to live, notice you get no sequel, so I truly got to live this like my last movie, I don't Six think Martin uh, believed I would play it, but, This is Chameleon Air riding a banger for Martin. He loves this song. They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. 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 My music's so loud, I'm swinging. They hoping that they gon' catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. See me lean, I'm tense so it ain't easy to be seen. When you see me ride by, they can see the gleam. I shine on the deck in the TV screen. Ride with a new chick, she like hold up. Next to the PlayStation controller. It's a full clean ride.
Did not get it. We back. We back. We back. We back. We yeah. Have... Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. There you go. We back. We back, Mario. It'll catch everything. It's going to catch all. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This is episode 17 of the Nothing Less podcast. I am your host, Alexis. D-Nato is back in this bitch. Martin, obviously... You're sad. You're going through a mourning process. You lost to one of the worst teams in NFL stat-wise and all that. The Packers, they got viked. That's a real verb. Mm-hmm. They got viked. Vicodin? Vicodin. They got Vicodin. What's up? But an, I'm an, back. You back in this bitch. From the morning. From the morning. But um, I was going to say, obviously, I always ask you how your weekend is, but I know how it went, you know. You don't need to tell me. Martin was partying all night. Took some Molly. He was chilling. You know, I saw him. He was up till 7 a.m. We don't know why. I don't know how much how much energy he got, you know. But, Martin, how was your weekend? Pretty fucking great. Happy Halloween to everyone out there. Yeah, it was Halloween. I forgot. Uh, hope everyone voted today. Today's the last day of vote. Today's the presidential election. If you didn't go vote, you suck ass. And you're... Trash to this country But anyway Yeah my weekend was great Some football Some soccer Some food Some Some, some boxing. partying Oh yeah Martin I saw all his snaps And Fumos a Club Astronomico Yeah he was She I, was bumping in La Pontrancas Man we were there Bumping and grinding To some uh, Some Some Grupo Pegaso Martin I saw him do A little cake stand You know you know, he was just like, yeah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, well. Yeah. No, I mean, I obviously I work, you know, weekends. No fucking, there's no difference here, guys. I still did all that. But Halloween was cool. I mean, I spent it with uh, my, my babe, Heezy's fam. We were chilling. You know, we were dressed as the Adams family. We looked pretty fire, if I say so myself. I was Pugsley. And, um, and my girl was obviously uh, Wednesday. Uh, so when we would kiss, you know, it was a little bit of that Alabama life, you know, it was incense, <laughs> but no, no, <laughs> but, uh, Southern, Southern heritage, bro. Southern hospitality is we're given to everyone. But other than that, I mean, it was cool. Um, watch boxing. It was good. We got Tank Davis, my brothers, uh, and my brother-in-law went to go see Tank Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz. Uh, it was a good fight. Lasted like six rounds, and then Santa Cruz went night night. It was pretty bad. Did you see a knockout? Nah, I didn't get to see it. Yeah, uh, Tank Davis hit him with an uppercut that put Leo Santa Cruz on his ass, and he was out like a light. He didn't get up. It was one drop and out. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and the games were really good. The games this week were really really good. Um, I think I think one thing that made this week really I guess interesting was. And I was talking, um, I had mentioned on the Nothing Less page that uh, we had two episodes that could have went out. What was that? Oh. Um, but fucking file corrupted on one. But I was telling Kike from his Now or Never podcast, a little plug for him, um, that the Dolphins and the Rams game looked like an interesting game off paper. Uh, Martin, obviously, right now he's grinding his gears because, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who after this game? But... You know, four and three Dolphins beat a five and two uh, Rams. Um, but we'll get out into all that. And then you had like a really big game that no one really knew about, I guess, would be like kind of like the Raiders and the Browns. A lot of good matchups all around. 
and a lot of uh, well this is like the, the middle of the season where you're either this is where you see you're tanking for for i guess trevor this year with a t um or you know you're becoming a you're gonna try to step up to be a contender or be that dark horse in the playoffs i guess that's my way of seeing this whole week martin what did you think every week football gets a lot more exciting and the matchups are tougher. And you see, like you mentioned earlier, a lot more teams are pushing uh, for that playoff position. Or you see them tanking. And you see them just playing better football. You know, and well, obviously the injuries are still going to be a that thing. And uh, a lot of people have said, uh, friends and all, have said that like, maybe since it was a shorter preseason and or shorter training camp that that's why all these injuries are still occurring so late in the season and i mean i couldn't agree even more like i mean well they had like a month or two to get ready for football activities and all that stuff and full pads and and you know i guess it just wasn't enough time you know this season kind of was rushed into and uh well yeah that's the one big issue happening with uh this season but like you mentioned earlier lex um Every week, it's a lot better than the previous week within football. You know, and players are performing outstanding. Uh, but, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, how it is. Yeah, I, I saw a video on uh, the Showtime Inside the NFL with Ray Lewis, Brandon Marshall, and uh, Phil Sims, And you, you hear Ray Lewis just talk about how the fucking defense, as we've been talking about in this podcast, how the defense in the NFL has been straight shit, you know? And he just talks about just assignments being blown because they're not communicating. And that's a big thing that you see around um, the NFL is the fact that they're not turning around just to like, hey, give an inside or a, where's the mic linebacker talking to the, to the defense, telling the DNs what to do or the DTs or anything like that. Um, and it makes sense, you know, cause you, you, you think maybe training camp, maybe talking to rookies and all that, but I think now we're at the point where you're seeing at least defenses or even offenses are starting to pick it up a little more. Like they're churning the train a little bit more. Um, the defenses, I guess if you want to go specifics, like maybe like a, uh, a Chicago or, uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, those type of teams are looking really nice. Um, but if you in total, I thought this this week was really nice. I thought we saw a lot of uh, big plays, uh, but I think big time moments. Even if you want to go with, uh, I guess last night's game, which was the uh, the Giants versus the the Bucks. You know, when the Bucks were reeling, you know, fifteen seventeen, you had um, though Daniel Jones played a little inconsistent. You saw some bright spots with him. But that good team of the Bucks, or that defense that's very, uh, you know, it's cream of the crop at this point. Uh, cream of the crop. Yeah. <laughs> he got, they got the pick then when they needed to. Tom Brady dropped him down and, you know, scored a touchdown to lead him to a victory, you know. So you're you seeing those type of plays. Um, but let's get started, obviously. We had one of the big games of the week. We had Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. Baltimore was going in there, you know, they they know that that Steelers have a donut, you know, and they're they're gonna try to eat that donut. And Pittsburgh was going in there feeling confident with the the way they've been playing. They've been running rough shot around the league uh, since maybe the Giants uh, the week one or week two, 
where they looked a little off. But this game really played out the opposite what the score says because the score was 28-24, but I felt like that Baltimore offense was really good, and I felt like they were going to win. And if you looked at the stats, the fucking the stats don't even match the score. <laughs> For real. Um, but Martin, obviously, you, you could break this game down, give him a little insight on, on this game. Um, what did, what did you think about this game? Um, and what do you think this means for the AFC as Pittsburgh is eight and zero, and, uh, Baltimore is what? Six and two. Yes. What do you think about it? First thing first, let me go into detail on what I think of the teams, what I saw from the game and what I'm going to expect into the new weeks coming of the AFC. So. Obviously, the Steelers are one of the only, well, is the only undefeated team in the league. And lately, they've been playing like it throughout the whole year. And this past game, it just, I don't know what happened, man. Nothing was clicking. Nothing was going on. Uh, Big Ben wasn't Big Ben. Uh, I know last week he threw three interceptions. And basically, the Steelers defense and James Conner carried them into victory. but. It just wasn't Big Ben, you know. It wasn't Big Ben. Um, this the this defense, the Steelers defense, really, really carried them into that victory last week and this week. I was expecting the same thing, and I was correct on my end. But, but yeah, like first off in the game, you do see the Steelers really, really fucking dragging. And I mean, the total yards for the whole Steelers team was just complete whack. Probably less than two hundred. Um, James Conner had 15 carries for 47 yards and and three TDs. Right, he was the only one productive in that offense. Mm, and then you came in with with uh Chase Claypool coming in with seven receptions, 67 yards. You know, here and there he made some appearances throughout the whole game, which is good because it's you know it's he's becoming one of the most reliable targets for Big Ben. And uh, he really adds in that kind of um, pizzazz with uh, Juju, and as well as um, Eric Ebron. I have a question. Do you think? Uh, do you think he deserves the cra- the praise of being the next Megatron? I feel like it's a little too early to say that. To be honest, I mean we gotta wait out this season. He's playing great. You know, he's playing from phenomenal for what a rookie year is, right? And uh, he's really carrying this fair show load for the off Steelers offense. And I believe next year, yeah, you could make that debate. You could. It'll be a great debate. Do you think, uh, side note, uh, that doesn't mean anything to the game, but do you think DK Metcalf is the next Megatron? Absolutely. All right. Keep Probably on. even better. All right. All right. He's a good, he's a good right. athlete, man. All right. All right. Keep, keep analyzing this game. Pause. No. Pause in case that DK Metcalf comment was a little on the on the Voltel Barco side, bro. It, it was quite sus, but no, <laughs> no one's gonna say anything. <laughs> um, Big Ben threw uh, made twenty one completion, uh, twenty one attempts with thirty two completions. Um, threw for one hundred eighty two yards and two TDs. You know, uh, most of them were for chase for eric ebron he threw one for eric ebron well i would say just sorry to cut you off i mean the the game was really they weren't giving him anything 
Um, it was dink and dunk most of the way, I think, if I remember correctly. Puro um, screen pass. I doubt it. Puro pinche. Puro screen pass. Puro hitch route. Something shit like that. Nah, but uh, Eric Ebron, he had a really good catch for the touchdown. Um, but yeah, keep on. Yeah, good. good catch on the sideline too. But yeah, um, on paper, this game seemed like, I mean, if you didn't see the score, you would definitely know like, ah, oh, the Ravens easily won this fucking game. But no, it was the complete opposite. And it's shocking. But the Steelers defense really did fucking carry the workload on this game. They had two, three forced fumbles and two interceptions. Um, Lamar Jackson, obviously he threw those two interceptions, right? But I mean, it just goes to show that this Steelers defense is ready to play. And it's ready to, you know, do big things like they've done in the past. Um, on the other side of the court, as you would say, uh, the Ravens out here. Wow. The Ravens out here, uh, Lamar Jackson, he threw he threw the three in, two interceptions and then he had um had he had three fumbles and two lost. One recovered. Yes. And in total, the rushing yards for the whole Ravens team was 265. That's downright disrespectful, yeah. yo. That's probably like 140 more yards than the Steelers' offense. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it. No, I mean, I would say in total, I think they out, they outrushed their total offense. Um, what's fucking crazy is um, I was seeing football night in America, and Mike Florio made a good point. Um, with Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins running like this, what does this mean for Mark Ingram that's injured? You know, does this does this mean Mark Ingram's out next year? Because how are you gonna have a hundred yard rusher in one game and almost hundred yard with eighty seven with Gus Edwards, and then you had Lamar running for sixty five? You know, I mean, you sprinkle in Lamar just cause, right? But you have that third back, and it doesn't mean anything anymore. It seems like for Baltimore, and more specifically, Mark Ingram. Um, but yeah, Mark. Um, did you think? What do you think is going to happen next time they face, which is in Thanksgiving? I think the Ravens are going to give them a run for their money. I think they'll win that game. Hand out the series on an even draw with a 1-1 on the division. Do you think they're going to be pissed off when they play the next time? Yeah, they will definitely come out with a vengeance. Um, It was all for me that the Lamar Jackson had... A really decent game in my end, you know. I thought he played horrible, to be honest. I mean, you could say he played horrible. He played decent for me. I mean, he did run the ball. He did do some good throws, but I mean, most of them were really forced towards the end of the, the end of the game. Uh, like the last play, for example. I mean, he tried to force it into double coverage. It's understandable that you want to go ahead and get the win, but you have to be a smart quarterback as well. Like, if but- you're in the league reigning well not the reigning MVP but if you're an MVP candidate like you gotta play to that position you know Do you, okay with that he threw a pick and he tried lobbing it over a fucking guy and it wasn't even close like that was like one of the easiest picks I've ever seen in my life like I'll be honest you could have done that better I'm, I'm telling you I got that sidearm like Stafford shit's fire that bum got nothing on me nah I love Stafford but no honestly I mean that's why I say it was a pretty bad game because there were some there were some moments of light highlights, but then there was a lot of lowlights. Lowlights as far as you fumble the ball three times and lose the ball twice. You threw up two picks, so you caused your team four turnovers, possibly five, if the other one doesn't get recovered. 
So, yeah. um, you look at Lamar, and I said it last time. I said Lamar hasn't had a good uh, year. Er, I won't say a good year. I'd say he hasn't had last year's year. You know, he's not playing up to potential. I guess would be the proper term, because I think you you look at this team and it looks like it got better. You know, Hollywood Brown is still there. Willie Willie Sneed had a pretty good game this game. You know, the run game is fucking awesome. So where why does this? Well, I I have the question: Where is the issue with Lamar? But more maybe it's the coaching staff that want to make him into a passer. You know, that's more of the maybe that's the secondary question we need to ask ourselves: Why do they want him to be a passer so much? You know, um, they ran the ball for two hundred plus yards. At some point, you're gonna need to be like, hey, fuck it, we don't need to throw this ball. Give this, give these running backs fifty carries, sixty carries a game. Because they're carrying the load and we could, we could block for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Martin. AFC. These two teams are perennial top five teams in the league. And I told Kike, I said, the AFC looks strong this year. I don't care what you think. I was like, well, I say in general, the league looks strong. Um, but the, the AFC looks stuff stu- stu- Tough. Can't talk today. Um... Pittsburgh, the next three games to even Baltimore's next three games, where do you see them um, going? Like, do you see them Pittsburgh still being 11 and 0 um, or, you know, stuff like that? What do you think? I, I do see Steelers picking up more steam to this wild locomotive that they got. Um, I do see a good 11 and 0 run. Yeah, I see them doing the Cleveland Steamer. I still see them doing that 11-0 run. Uh, Most definitely, I mean, by the way, the defense is handling things and should remain healthy. Um, This Steelers team will be unstoppable, you know, coming into the postseason. And for the Ravens, I think, I mean, Lamar Jackson just needs to play better. I do agree with you saying that Lamar Jackson hasn't played his best football this year. It does, it is noticeable. And I mean, judging by the stats here, I have pulled up. It says that against, against the Steelers, he's had one of the worst games, you know, up to date. And it's always against the Steelers. Yeah. They've had their number against them, but I think that's something that I thought, you know, John Harbaugh, I think it's John, John, it might be, no, Jim is the Michigan. Yeah. John yeah. Harbaugh should, should already be like. Have it in his fucking brain, like how to play uh, Pittsburgh. I know they throw wrinkles out there, you know, to make it seem a little more different, and I get it. But ideally, how do you not? Well, I don't know if it's just maybe Lamar's laziness. I don't know what what like this game really surprised me on how inconsistently bad he looked. And I just want to emphasize that because I feel like you look. At his MVP caliber play last year. And we're going into this year. And we're still talking about his inconsistency. Like if he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially against Baltimore. I mean uh, Pittsburgh. And I know it's a division game. And I know that's a big thing. You know. Division games are played tougher. You know. Martin knows firsthand. You know. Shout out Minnesota. You know. But. I think. I think you go into this game. And Baltimore. Played. Their cards. Perfect. Perfectly. And they let it slip. They lost. They could have been in the lead. 
and they gave it up. But we could segue into just big games in the AFC. To me, I thought we had a big, uh, big, big week for AFC and um, could be perennial uh, playoff uh, teams. As we look into like the scoreboards for these games, you had Bills against the Patriots. It's a big AFC East matchup. Cam Newton played poorly, but the Bills didn't look so hot as they have having for the last few weeks. But you had a Buffalo pull it out and get the dub. Six victory, uh, two losses. This is back to back six and two since the Super Bowl days or Super Bowl uh, 10 D days. Then you have <laughs> the Titans laid an egg against Cincinnati and Joe Burrow looks great. 31 to 20 was the score and you're questioning that Tennessee Titans defense now they got they're gonna release Vic Beasley uh, tomorrow so that's something we didn't we haven't talked about the trades and we'll get we'll get into the trades and all that um, uh, later on time. you have uh, Las Vegas beating a five and two team now five and three in Cleveland uh, it was a fucking windy game I don't, did you did you see the game yes I did it was it was windy. Uh, you couldn't kick a ball to save a life. I mean, if as you're on bad the, as Lake Casablanca, bro. Almost, almost. Uh, but if you look at that, Las Vegas pulled it out. They're four and three. They're a really good team, as offensively. Um, defense leaves a lot to be desired. But I think if this gave you this game gave you a lot more uh, positive, I guess notes or feedback from that yeah. Las Vegas team. You go even, I mean, this is AFC, NFC, but another AFC team that looks really nice, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Phillip Rivers what? doesn't need to do a lot, and they put up a, they put up a, a 41 points on the Detroit Lions that were on a three-game, the two-game uh, winning streak. Um, their, their offense is looking nice, and their defense is playing pretty solid. Their defense is top 10, in my opinion, maybe close to top five, but that's maybe, you know, if we're nitpicking and all that. To close out the pretty much the the rest of the scores before we start breaking down other games, you have the Jets being blown out by the Chiefs. Thank you, Patrick Mahomes, for putting up fifty points in fantasy. TLO. Shout out the Mans. Um, the Chiefs are seven and one. They look stronger than ever. Um, then you got I think was that the last one? Then you got the Broncos pulling out a comeback against the 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 Chargers. Broncos look pretty okay. They're three and four. They're not gonna make the playoffs, at least I don't think so. But I mean that leaves a lot. And and you know, if you're going off Los Angeles, you can't give up these type of fucking leads. They're fucking this is outrageous. Um so Anthony Lynn needs to work something there. Work something out there, but yeah. I guess Martin, do you want to set me up for a game? The, the Rams-Dolphins set me up what you thought of the game, and then I'll give you my analysis, or you want me to just go in there? You want me to give them with that fire, or you got that fire for me? I'll give you... I'll, I'll lead you in, brother. Oh, okay, throw me the rope, man. All right. Tua's first start in career start in the NFL. Being salty as I am, kid played good. Call him kid, because I'm probably older than him. Probably by a year or two. But yeah, he played good. Um, he didn't crack under pressure. He seemed like he was a seasoned vet. By the way, he handled things. His first career score was a, was a, was a goodie. And um, he threw it to Parker, I believe, right? That was his first score. Correct. Uh, yeah, uh, team played good. Uh, Dolphins defense didn't play 
They didn't play outstandingly good. Oh, no, they played great. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Well, all right. <laughs> all right, gotcha. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Get the ball. Get the ball. Bro, get I was on my phone watching other games while the defense was there. All right. I'm sorry. I, throw, I got you. I got you. But, yeah, there you go. I'm leading you in, bro. Look, this is another game that if you looked at the stat sheet, this is outrageous. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. The, the Rams really put up, put in that work. but. They had one of those moments of just <sighs> Miami played with a lot of energy. That defense specifically. Mm-hmm. They had pick sixes. They had fumble recoveries. He had kickoff returns from the special teams. Like when you tell when I'm telling you their offense had less than 200 yards, Tua didn't need to do too much. I'm telling you for a fact that defense looks solid. It reminds you more or less like um, Brian Flores is a coach, by the way. So uh, if you don't know who Brian Flores is, he's uh, part of the the Bill Belichick coaching tree. He is also, I mean, he pretty much emphasizes the way uh, Bill did, you know, special teams and defense, you know, that type of thing, that mantra. And that's literally what won them. Uh, they looked like last year's uh, Patriots, you know, like a, what do you call it? A budget, budget Patriot team from last year. Like, they didn't need to do too much on offense. And their defense just looks awesome. If we're going off the Los Angeles Rams side of things, they looked good. Jared Goff was getting fucking pressured throughout the whole game. So you know that the O-line is an issue. It's, it's pretty old, uh, we're being honest. You know, I think Andrew Whitworth, you know, he's got to go. He did sign, he re-signed, but I think you got to take him out. But if you think about it, they laid an egg, I feel, just like the Baltimore uh, Ravens did too. It was a game that could have been won, and they, they just couldn't seal the deal in ways, you know. There could have been some other mo- key things to do to, to win that because statistically, they dominated. I think, I think if you're Sean McVay, and I think you'd be really mad how this game ended up. And if you're Miami, I mean, you're four and three, you're in the AFC East race, you're in the AFC playoff race, and if you're um, Los Angeles, you're kind of worried because you're third place in the AFC West. I mean, NFC West. You're not sure what you, what you know. This game was really flip flop and far as uh, just future, you know. If you win this game, uh, the Rams look so much better. But Martin, yep. I went off on a little thing, but we got to come back to it. Tua looked nice. I mean, his first play, he got strip sacked by Aaron Donald. It's no biggie, you know. It is what it is. He looked okay, but I, he looked nervous. He got nervous. baptized into the league, man. Oh, yeah. But he looked a little nervous, and it's okay. I mean, it's your first game. What do you expect? But I think, I think, I think this team is playing a lot of with a lot of confidence. Miami could be an issue with Brian Flores as a coach. And the Brian, if Brian Flores leads him to the playoffs, I think there's a chance he gets coach of the year votes. That's a real thing. I think he played, he coached this game. Perfect. Like honestly, he didn't put his quarterback in a lot of situations where he could fuck up, but he put it, he, he, I guess he meant he, he showed us what kind of potential that defense has. You know, two corners in Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. They looked really nice. Um, their pastors are good with Emmanuel Ogba just fucking just slapping that tackle around. <laughs> it was pretty tough. Yo. Oh, yeah. But 
I, I, I leave this game wondering what, what Los Angeles could have done, you know, because at that point they're six and two and they could be number one, but now they're five and three in third place in their division. Martin, you said you didn't watch most of the game, right? Yeah, my apologies, uh, everyone out there. I was watching Dragon Ball Super, barely started watching it. And other than that, um, what the fuck was I doing Sunday? Oh, I had to do adult things like errands and all that stuff, so. Super bummer, but yeah. I did see the Miami game. I saw the Packers game, and I did see the Bears and Saints game. Cool Saints. Um, First of all, need to need to throw a shout-out to all my Bears fans. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. See how well. You know, bear down. Yeah, whatever. You know. Look, I'm be honest. I'm I'm right now being cocky or whatever, but that game was such a sluggy game. It was so bad. I mean, I I mean it just proves my point. You know, Drew Brees is a liability. You know, you got Jameis Winston sitting on the fucking bench wanting <laughs> to throw the damn ball, and Drew Brees can't even throw it more than two yards. You know, I left the game even even with a win. I was not content because they're playing Tampa next week. Tampa is a problem, though they got a scare from that pretty decent, excuse me, Giants defense. I am uh, pretty sure that game's going to either be a blowout or close game, but. I too was expecting a blowout. I, I think kind of think Tampa might blow out the Saints. With Antonio Brown eligible to play, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bears look awful. <laughs> they they look awful, and we all know that. The offense is terrible. I've been telling everyone that, you know, they're 5-3. and three. So, you know, what, what are the Packers team? They're fucking 6-2, and two, no? Something like that. 6-2. and two. But I'm going to ask you something, though. Do you move forward with Nick Foles or you do go back to Mitch Trubisky? There's a lot of doubts in Nick Foles. But there's been doubts with Mitch Trubisky for the past two years. Yes, but you don't you can't make that change. You but, already made the change. Yeah, but my boy literally well not my boy, right? Because I don't give a fuck about him, but, oh, yeah, but he made them three oh. Like oh. he took them three oh and then he got benched for one poor game. No, you know, Nick Foles. Nick Foles rallied the troops, right? He won that game, and he's won two other ones. But at this point, there's already doubts on him continuing into the next week. So, what there do you should, think? There shouldn't be doubts, bro. There is doubts, bro. There's always gonna be doubts. It's it's Chicago. They can, bro. Their last good quarterback was like in the fifties or sixties or whatever the fuck. All right, let's calm down. Jay Cutler. Well, oh, okay. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. I said Jay Cutler. I stand. Might as well get Mark Sanchez out of retirement, bro. Martin, it's because what you you're not understanding is, look, Mitch Trubisky, you gave him two years to fucking make this happen, mm-hmm. and he hasn't made it happen. Understandable. So Nick Foles is going in there to finish the job. Is he is he gonna finish the job as in like make give him take him to the playoffs, or is he gonna fail? You know, and the Bears don't make the playoffs. It doesn't matter because the keys are given to him, and I. Honestly, I'm fucking doubtful that it would be like, hey, Money Mitch, come back in, you know? Because he hasn't shown them he could win. 
Yeah, I feel you. And it sucks because I really liked him coming out of North Carolina, but you can't you can't just do it. You can't do that. Like you can't look fucking. Hey Mitch, I'm benching you for Nick, and then hey Nick, I'm benching you back for Mitch. Like what? Like honestly, if if a coach did that, I feel like he would get fired as soon as the season ends or even before, because that's fucking crazy that you'd even try to do that. I just don't see how you are, you go back to Mitch. You can't you can't do that. There's no way. Honestly, the percentage of him going back to the game this season is like. One percent. What do you think? You make a tough argument. There's a lot of things I do agree with you. But I mean, if you are still trying to push for the playoffs, which they still are, because the NFC North is in a bombshell of a division right now. The Vikings beat the Packers. The Lions are catching steam, I guess. And the Chicago Bears started off the season hot. Right now they're in a dilemma. And they could soon continue on that win streak, right? So this division is everywhere. But they do want to make the playoffs. The Bears do want to make the playoffs. And I feel like it'd be okay for them to make another quarterback change in this season. Like, to me, it's no problems. I mean, because that's their main priority. You get me? I understand that you mentioned... That they gave Mr. Bisky two years. Yes, in two years, he didn't do so much. But, I mean, he did win them three games straight. He took them 3-0. and oh. That that defense won them that. Not him. He looked horrendous. That's why they made the change as quick as they did. Okay, bro. I understand. Damn. They should do the same to, to no. Aaron Rodgers after no. playing like that against Minnesota. No. I'm going to start a petition. Matt Jor- Flynn or what? Jordan Love. Jordan Love? Nah, hell no, bro. Not yet, at least. Uh, if y'all want to start a petition to bring in Jordan Love after Aaron Rodgers losing to a 1-5 and five team um, and sign it to me, I'm down. I'm, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. Hey, that Vikings defense was playing great, dude. All right, Martin. <laughs> Explain to these people what happened. How did the fuck... How did, how did the Vikings beat the... The Packers and uh, all their glorious because uh, they traded Yannick and Gakwe. Do you remember that? Yes. And their defense was pretty uh pretty terrible the last few weeks. I'll be honest. What what did you take out of this Green Bay team? Uh, Green Bay Vikings game. Um, and what do you see in the future for these teams? Well, the Vikings pulled out a fucking time and machine. Is, and is Captain Kirk better than Aaron Rodgers? No, Captain Kirk ain't better than Aaron Rodgers. I just but had to look, mention it. Let me tell you this. Is Dalvin Cook better than Aaron Jones? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. Oh, man, I ate some, I ate some chicken, bro. My bad. All right. Excuse me. Um, The Vikings defense... I don't know what happened, bro. They took that Michael Jordan secret stuff juice. Played balls out. They all smoked cigars before the game. Yeah. Popped a six-pack real quick. See, I won't. Who knows bloods? But now they came, they showed up, and they played. And there was a lot of quarterback pressures on Rodgers. 
Um, Harrison Smith was Mar- just everywhere in the backfield. Martin's passing out. Just give him a sec. Nah, I just had the pickups. But Harrison Smith, Harrison Smith was back there. Um, he was everywhere in the backfield, giving everyone issues. And um, I mean, it kind of showed. I mean, you did see Devontae Adams giving you three TDs. But uh, that literally happened early in the game. And after that, there was much, not much sighting of any receptions. Where's Marquez Valdez-Scanley? He only had a reception for six yards, I believe, or three receptions. Stud. Yeah. Very disappointing. But, I mean, but yeah, Devontae Adams, seven receptions, 53 yards. Three TDs, though, but, like, I mean, you need more yardage coming out from him. But, I mean, like I mentioned, the Vikings defense showed up. They gave us a throwback Thursday kind of deal with their defensive uh, holdout. And Aaron Rodgers played great up until the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, 27 for 41 completions. Uh, He threw for 290 yards and three TDs. How do you like that? Uh, the last play was made into a meme where he got fucking rocked. Nah, I'm down. Fuck you, man. I mean, shit, we gotta have some fun here and there. But yeah, um, was that a was that a fumble or was that ruled down for you? That last play. It's down. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, bro, they're gonna pull some Brady shit. But yeah, um, the game was really good. If you didn't watch the game. Uh, classic divisional rivalry going through. Mm, Captain Kirk didn't do much of a game. Uh, 11, 11 uh, throws or 14 completions, I'm sorry. And then he threw for 160 yards and one TD. Uh, really didn't do much, but it didn't matter because the Vikings still won 28-22. to And uh, Aaron Jones was out for the game, but Dalvin Cook really carried the load for this team. With uh, let's get on let's let's get on that uh, horse with with Dalvin Cook. Let's ride him. Pause. Hey, hey, what the? Hell? We gotta talk oh, about we fuck? we gotta talk about he might be the best back in the league, even though uh, Alvin Kamara is proven to be the best uh, Swiss Army knife in the league. Martin, just tell the people why Dalvin Cook is the goat. Dalvin Cook. He's the GOAT, bro. What do you want me to say? The end. Explain Finn. The, explain the stats to these people. Um, he's better than Eric Jaron Peterson. And um he had a monster as game. Um I think he gave fifty points in fantasy. No, how much? Fifty points in fantasy? So if you played him or had him, you know, you're a lucky son of a gun. But yeah, he literally carried the whole Vikings offense on his back like uh, Adrian Peterson back in the day. 30 carries for 163 yards, 4 TDs, 3 rush, 1 reception. What what were you going to say? Oh, there you go. Sorry. I was having my shit. No, yeah, I think I think if you think about it, um, they had a vintage running back performance from Dalvin Cook, which they needed greatly against this fucking team. Though, I mean, you, you could you could beg the argument. The Green Bay defense is terrible. 
Um, even with everyone they have, you know, some names they got there. It doesn't matter. You know, they're terrible. Um, but the fuck, he 265 or some around those lines. Maybe like two, 233, something like that in total yards by Dalvin Cook. Four touchdowns. Like, that's fucking insane. And I think the last time they did that or a player was like in 40 years ago. I forgot the name exactly, but some some stat like that, something crazy. Weird Al Yankovic, man. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, Dalvin Cook's a dog, one of the best backs in the league if healthy, because that's an issue with him. Always been healthy issues with this man. Um, if not, Alvin Kamara is the goat right now. But um, and who who's your uh, who's your who's the best back in the league if uh, if Dalvin Cook. Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey are injured. Let me hear it. Because the damn sure ain't Aaron Jones. Nah, it's Aaron Jones. It's Aaron Jones, buddy. You say it with me. Miles Davis. Miles Davis? Yeah, yeah. I. Fuck no. Yeah, wait, Miles Davis, bro. What the fuck? What do you mean, Wayne? Come on, man. Don't I, hype him up if you can't back him up, bro. I'm not rolling. I only say it because of fantasy, but that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. No, man. DeAndre Swift, bro. The killer himself with a fucking legendary performance in fantasy yet again letting me down. Shout out to Mac for uh, me and him. Had a conversation before season. Uh, the season uh, started talking about backs for Detroit. And I told him who I picked up, which was DeAndre Swift. And I think I might have picked up on Johnson at that point. And he's like, nah, fuck that. I picked up AP. Because he had just gotten signed and he got the load. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. Martin, um, as we look into week nine. And we're seeing just, I guess, what would you say? It's almost Thanksgiving, which is good for everyone. We got yep. to eat good, you know. What do you, what do you, well. The real que- game, baby. The real question I need to ask. What is your favorite portion of Thanksgiving? Portion. Yeah, like what kind of portion do you like? Or I should portion, I'm sorry. Maybe side yeah. or main M- meal. Entree. No, say no side or side m- like right. side or main like, favorite food. Yeah, you could you sure you could say that. I'm gonna have to go with the stuffing, dude. You like stuffing? I fucking love the stuffing. The stuffing and the little mushroom breads that they got that they sell like for this time of year. The fuck is that? What do you mean? The mushroom, the bread, the little small bread rolls that they sell at HEB and all that shit. They're called mushroom? No, they look like mushrooms though, but those are the best fucking things ever. Oh, yeah, those are good. If anyone knows where they sell them outside of the seat of the of La Temporada, bro, bro, let me know. I'll buy like a hundred of them. They're fucking good. I gotta go with, um, I guess the, the real answer would be, you know, you gotta go with the turkey, you know. And the mash, but you got to put the corn with the mash, mm-hmm. and the gravy, and the gravy. Well, then might as well just go to fucking KFC and get the fucking uh, famous bowls, bro. Yo, that shit's fire. Actually, shout out KFC for giving us such a great, exquisite meal. Did you see Churches has a chicken sandwich now, or like their version of the chicken sandwich from Popeyes? Well, to be honest, they've always had a chicken sandwich. No, but like. Like, like the version of Popeyes? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't had it, but four I'll, bucks. I'm down to have it. Four um, bu- four dollars. I'll have it this week, and four. I'll let y'all know next podcast how it goes. Four fucking dollars. Okay, bro, chill. It's super cheap. What are you Walmart talking? has their own chicken sandwich, bro. Two fifty. No one gives a fuck. Go to the deli, bro. It's right there. Recommend nah. it. 
I, I, you know who has better food than Walmart? It's H E B. Nah, bro. It's yeah, good. they do actually. They, I've had this uh, on Friday for lunch. I had this like uh, chicken bowl, and it was like the chicken, right? The rotisserie chicken, like shredded. Yeah, it's just tough. Yeah, with fucking beans, rice, and uh, guac, and pico de gallo, dude. Fucking good. I had their uh, bowl with like fucking uh, what was it? At chicken mash. And uh, macaroni. Yeah, I have the mac from there. It looks good though. Uh, it's alright. I'm be honest. It's, it, it was mm. underwhelming, but their chicken was pretty soft. Um. Well, before we close out and go into week nine, Martin, uh, as you, as you looked at week eight for what it was, do you think? What What do you think it was like in one word? What would you What would you describe this? Uh, this great week for me, at least. I think it was nail biting. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Nail biting to the point where most of these games, I did see highlights for most of these games. Just, you know, throwing it out there. I know I did mention I didn't see much games. But the few that I did watch, the scores were going back and forth. The scoring was here and there. And the teams were really balling out offensively. Um, and most of the highlights I did see, you know, there were great scoring opportunities and a lot of defensive um, standouts out there. You know, like it was just a, it was just like here and there, like back and forth kind of scoring, you know, constant, constant scoring alerts on, on, um, on NFL red zone and all that stuff. And, and uh, like I said, dude, it was Martin. Martin got money. That's why he has red zone. Al Chile. And no, I have the Mexican red zone, bro. Puro pinche de antena. And he has Sunday ticket. I swear. <laughs> Sunday ticket. Nah, but yeah, man, it was nail biting. To the, it was nail biting, because the scores were never set in stone for a whole quarter. Except uh, when the Saints played the Bears, you know, Saints fucking whooped the Bears' ass. Let it, let it be fucking known who we talking about. We're talking about you, Kike. We're talking about your brother, Angel. We're talking about Danny. Al Chile. I'm talking about Fluffy. I'm talking about Fluffy. I'm talking about Josh. Um, Campos. Wow. All these Bears fans can suck a dick. Let them, let it be known. Go pack, go! Shout out Jesus! Shout out. Kavi, shout out my family in Wisconsin and uh shout out uh Matt Flynn. Shout out shout out Brett Favre too. Shout out Brett Favre, bro. Um as we talk about all these Martin, uh the Bear, the Packers have a big game coming up against the, the well, I mean it was a big game until fucking uh, Jimmy G got injured, but <laughs> But you got you got Green Bay going into San Francisco. George Kittle's also out, no? Uh George Kittle is out for a couple weeks too. No, no, actually, that go for most of the year actually. Yeah. The rest of the year, you could even say. Damn injuries, but yeah. They got the seven o'clock. They got the. Is it uh? Oh no, they got the Thursday night. I'm sorry. Yeah, they got a Thursday night. They got in Santa Clara, California. They got. Uh, I think they're playing against Nick Mullins. You know the goat. Um, I don't know. You remember? Fun fact: His first start was against Green Bay, and he torched them. Oh fuck! That's true. I remember that game. 
I think it was a Monday night. I'm yeah, like, no, no, I remember that game clearly, dude. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? What the fuck is he doing? And um, he did torch us. But this is going to be a different game, bro. They ain't going to happen. My Packers are not going to go to that bullshit again. All right? I'm going to call them. I'm going to FaceTime them, bro. I'll go to the facility. I'll do what I can to get them to win. Daddy, chill. Um, now, nah, i be honest. Uh, it's a good game. As far as... I think the Packers should win. This is a... This if is, they don't win, that's when you... Press that's that, when all hopes lost, you know? Press that button, Wayne. Yeah, you're, bro. You're, the emergency meeting way from among us. <laughs> um, Martin, as, you, as I scroll through these games, if you can see them a little... Um, what game uh catches your eye as maybe Steelers Cowboys? You think what that piece of shit? I'm more of I, I'm 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 looking at the Patriots Jets for Monday Bucks. night. Nah, Patriots Jets Monday night. Nah, I'm not You got two and five Cam against a Owen Owen eight Sam Darnold quarterback galore. Um, fun thing. Uh, we didn't talk about trade, so we should mention that now. Um, Saints trade uh, to get Quan Alexander. They traded out uh, Kiko Alonso for a, I think they got a conditional fifth round. Um, so they trade for injuries. You know they're always injured, both of them. But Kiko is slower than Quan, so that's a good pickup. Um, Will Fuller was supposed to go to Green Bay. They couldn't get the value worth for that guy. Shit happens. Desmond King went to where did he go? Tennessee. I think it was Tennessee. Um. For I forgot how much, but that's a good pickup because that defense is getting getting torched a little bit these last few weeks. Yep. Um, yeah, and they got they're releasing Vic Beasley, like I said, because uh, he hasn't panned out. Uh, was there another big pickup? Uh, there was a couple minor ones. I mean, honestly, the NFL trade deadline this year wasn't much, but I think it was more for they didn't do it because of the COVID. You know, uh, if COVID wasn't a thing, I think we would have seen a lot more players run uh flying around already, but. Yeah. We'll do with what we got. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay should just, you know, trade their whole defense. Shit's ass. Yeah, we should go for, like, better players. But. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at, a, like, a, I guess a blueprint of a great defense, you should really look at the Saints defense. You got, first of all, our our corners are top of the line. Did you not see C.J. Garner-Johnson getting a punch thrown? And he didn't even flinch. <laughs> he didn't Dude, flinch. He was like, what the fuck? And he- <laughs> Man, I was like, what the hell kind of punch was that, bro? How do you punch someone with a helmet, first of all? But then how do you punch someone with a helmet twice? It's a real question. Um, but yeah, St. Stephen's look pretty good. They're going to get tested against these damn bucks. It's going to be a good game, guys. I mean, honestly, <sighs> let me take a deep breath. You all right, buddy? Tampa has a chance to blow us out. And I think I think the chances are higher than even I want to say, mm-hmm. but I still have hope in Drew Brees because you know I love Drew Brees. I think we're gonna catch a Drew Brees where he's actually throwing the ball like farther than fucking five yards. So that's something that uh to keep an eye on. There's a chance we get Michael Thomas back, but there's a chance we don't. Uh, I know Emmanuel Sanders is gonna be back for this game, so that's a plus. Um. But this Bucks offense is fucking crazy. But one of the key things I said before the season started was just a lot of star power that they do have. They have a lot of big names, but they don't have enough footballs to throw. Um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, like I mentioned before they signed AB, was injuries. Injuries to him are key because, I mean, injuries to them are key because 
AB is going to get the ball. But when they're back, like what happens there? You know, AB is a diva at, at his peak. Um, Gronk is still there, but he's fighting injuries. They lost OJ Howard for the season. This could be an interesting game as far as to the offense because they didn't look so hot against the, the Giants. The offense, the, the Giants defense is no, uh, it's not that it's no slouch, but it's like middle of the pack, but a little bit on the better side because they held down a lot of like they, the game was close until the fourth quarter. Tom Brady pulled it out because he's Tom Brady and, you know, Daniel Jones was playing like Daniel Jones. We'll just say that. So if in the fourth you have a game under 30 points and they're both under 30 and the Saints are still in uh, firing range, I could see the Saints winning that game. But by the second quarter, if it's like 14-0, Against this Tampa, Tampa offense and that Tampa defense that could hold it down, it's gonna be a blowout and it's yeah, you could write that shit down. But as a Saints fan that I am, I'm not gonna say that. Why? Well, I, I I just did say that, but no, but uh, <laughs> true. But the Saints, I think the bias take would be obviously the Saints are gonna win, and I do want them to win. But mm-hmm. the realistic take is they should get blown out and they might get blown out. Martin, do you think the Saints get blown out? Nah. Hell no. I think the offense is going to struggle a lot more, not because of the Buccaneers defense, but because of Drew Brees throwing fucking four-yard dinks and dunks there. The usual. I mean, the usual. The uh, new recent form of Drew Brees. Martin, if I asked you what's a game for upset alert, what game would you point out? As I upset sc- alert, yeah. Like, so I'm scrolling it down for you. Oh, that one looks good. Panthers, Chiefs. Really? You think you think the Chiefs could get uh, upset? It. I think so. Okay. All right. Um, a game that um, or Dolphins Cardinals. I was gonna say the Dolphins Cardinals looked like a game that could be um a winner for the Dolphins. Yeah. Now this is this is a this is a game that you really didn't think you'd see until maybe next year in some ways, but you got Tua against Kyler Murray, two first round picks. Monsters in in college. You had one in Oklahoma in Kyler Murray and one in Alabama in Tua. These offenses can be explosive if they want, but more Cardinals than anything because the Cardinals could run the ball and pass the ball pretty pretty effectively. Their defense is good. Um, it still has mo- uh, moments of uh, uh, I would say moments of laziness. I guess would be the word. Um, but. This Dolphins defense, if if it showed anything to us, that they can lock up. So we'll see what the deciding factor in that game is. So I I think even though my Cardinals, the, my Cardinals, the Cardinals for me are my dark horse team for this uh, year. I think Dolphins pull that game out, and I think that I think that could really help in the AFC East. Um, as Buffalo are still trying to catch footing after getting whooped against the the, the Titans. It seems like since then they've been playing pretty inconsistent. But other than that, I think that's the game to watch. Uh, Martin, I didn't ask, but yeah, 
I think we covered most of it, right? I think we got a good bunch. Yeah, we did. Pretty great. Um, podcast. Why? <laughs> I don't know why the fuck is. I hesitated or stopped on that shit. But I was thinking of the election. Sorry. Oh yeah, Martin. Uh, as y'all know, he's a big, uh, big red. Shut the fuck up. He- no, bro. Look, man. I kind of really don't care about politics, but I care about it when election day comes because it's important for our voice to be heard and for our future to be taken care of the way it should be taken care of. And, you know, that's it. Go blue. Great, great. Couldn't have said any better myself, Dean. Um, I think we had a good pod. I think, um, I think we said what we need to say. I think next time we'll have Dave here. Dave should be good. He yeah. was busy. He was helping his big bro out, moving some shit out. Yes, sir. But since it is uh, Trap Tuesday, Ooh. I think I'm Taco going... Tuesday too, baby. Yeah, that too. Um, I think I'm going to go with a Playboy Cardi uh, song. It's called Foreign. I think, uh, think y'all enjoy that one. Just give me a sec. This is off his uh big album that he dropped. Let's see. Hop in that motherfucking phone. And a motherfucker be wrong. Big gun, big yeah, strong. City to city on tone. Lacardi on ready to pour. I love my diamond that gone. Fuck me your bitch. Yeah, she left in the morning. Diamonds that skating on ice. Run it up, bitch, Jerry Rice. Hey. I just fell in with the price. Everything come with a price. Everything come with a price. Hundred thousand in my price. Too many rings like a mic. I get that motherfucking mic. I get that motherfucking ike. I told you better come try. Pass me the motherfucking mic. I'm in the lobby on pipe. I told that better come pipe. So they won't fuck on the pipe. So they gon' lick on the pipe. I got this strap like a dot. I got the strut, I don't fight. My diamond, they ice, they ice. My diamond, they ice, they bite. Your diamond, they ice, I ice. That's a little bit, what's her type? Ooh, hop in that motherfucking phone. And a motherfucker be wrong. Big gun, big yeah, strong. City to city, I'm torn. Lacardi, I'm ready to pour. I love my diamond, they gone. Fuck with your bitch, yeah, she left in the morning. Diamonds on diamonds on diamonds. Empty your pockets and pay that little homie. I got power rules in the lot. I got power rules right behind me. Cranberry drip with the red. I might just pull up and box. Walk in the lobby like God. You can't trust me. That is Playboy Cardi. Foreign. It's a good jam. Um, if y'all haven't heard that album, it's a great album. Uh, I think it's called Pull Up. No, it's not Pull Up. Dilate. I'm sorry. That's what it's called. Dilate. Uh, Martin. He wanted to keep it nice and simple, so he wanted to go with a uh, Nas New York State of Mind. Your oh, whole food. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. We got it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I enjoy it's off Yo, the Illmatic. Yeah, straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. Well, fake niggas don't make it back. I don't know how to start this. Shit. No. 
Rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking, musician, inflicting composition of pain. I'm like Scarface sniffing cocaine, holding an M16. See, with the pen, I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes left in my peak holes. I'm suited up with street clothes. Hand me a nine and out defeat foes. Y'all know my steelo with or without the airplay. I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway. I either on the corner betting grants with the CeeLo champs. Laughing at base heads, trying to sell some broken amps. G-Packs get off quick forever. Niggas talk shit, reminiscing about the last time the task force flipped. Niggas be running through the block shooting. Time to start the revolution. Catch a body head for Houston. Once they caught us off guard, the Mac 10 was in the grass. And I ran like a cheetah with thoughts of an assassin. Picked the Mac up, told brothers back up. The Mac spit, lead was hitting niggas. One ran, I made a backflip. Heard a few chicks scream, my arms shook. Couldn't look, gave another squeeze. Heard it click, yo, my shit is stuck. Tried to cock it, it wouldn't shoot. Now I'm in danger. Finally, Pulled it back and saw three bullets caught up in the chamber. So now I'm jetting to the building lobby. And it was full of children, probably couldn't see as high as Ozzy. It's like the game ain't the same. Got younger niggas pulling the triggers, bringing fame to their name. And claim some corners, crews without guns and corners. In broad daylight, stick up kids, they run up on us. Four fives and gauges, max and fat. Same niggas that catch you back to back. Catching your cracks in black. There was a snitch on the block, getting niggas not. So hold your stats to the coke price. I know this crackhead who says she gotta smoke nice rock And if it's good, you bring your customers and measurement plots But yo, you gotta slide on a vacation Inside information keeps large niggas erasing and they wives basing It drops deep as it does in my breath I never sleep I sleep Sorry, this is Nas with Illmatic with New York State of Mind It's a good album Alright, chill well, guys, hopefully I enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode. Give us a fucking follow on the page. Give us a listen through Anchor, through Spotify, Apple Podcast, Evercast, everything y'all do. Um, we've been getting a lot more listens from the fucking, uh, the other, I guess what do you call it? The other parts of the world. You know, Ireland went up to almost 2%. That, shout out to Ireland. Uh, even uh, Denmark gave us a little listen, so Denmark's cool for that. But um, hopefully y'all, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank for what? Thank you for the cheeses, Frank. Yeah. Oh, France. I'm sorry. But yeah, I'll we'll catch you on the flip. Hopefully y'all have a good one. Deuces.